0: The second riveting installment of the Cafe American podcast. I'm your intrepid host, Chris Michaels. And you can look for me uh, soon to be on YouTube, Podbean, Stitcher, iTunes. I think there was a glitch with iTunes or something like that, so I have to figure all of that out. And I actually started to write. I haven't. I'm behind, but I did start to write on uh, Vocal, I think it is. And uh, you can find me on there. You can find a blog over there. Pretty much reinforcing whatever it is I talk about. During my podcast, so I back to politics. The next riveting chapter in the Donald Trump conspiracy with Russia. We had the former CIA director John Brennan, who, by the way, by the way, he looks. His face looks like one of those stone statues from Easter Island. He's got the head the size of a bowling ball. And I don't know how it stays on top of his shoulders. He is just, oh, he's a hideous-looking human being. And he has a masterful uh, command of the English language. He uses polysyllabic vocabulary like no other. He sounds like an asshole. And he even acts like it over Twitter. This week, after Trump's meeting with Putin, he tweets, Donald Trump's press conference performance in Helsinki rises to and exceeds the threshold of high crimes and misdemeanors. It was nothing short of treasonous. Not only were Trump's comments imbecilic, he is wholly in the pocket of Putin. Republican patriots, where are you? Are you—what? This is—are you kidding? This is bizarre. The the president— met with a foreign leader, which is what presidents are supposed to do. And don't start talking to me about, oh, it's the Russian conspiracy. There is a whole lot of dirty laundry that just got aired uh, on Friday about the Russian conspiracy. All of the people that were involved in this Russian conspiracy, they're saying there is no there there, meaning there's no Russian thing. And it turns out that John Brennan is probably the one that is behind all of this Russian conspiracy crap. And even though he can't spy on domestic individuals, what he can do is gather information. And when he gathers information, he can then distribute it to the agencies that work within the United States. So it appears... And I'll go into it a little bit later. It appears that John Podesta was a pivotal cog in all of this. And he was probably the one that was engineering this push for a Russian conspiracy. Tony Podesta. Now, Tony Podesta is the brother of John Podesta. John Podesta is the individual that WikiLeaks uh, basically aired all of. His dirty laundry out in 2016. It was uh, John Podesta's emails that WikiLeaks got a hold of and subsequently released. Tony Podesta is the head of the Podest- or the former, now defunct Podesta Group, and he was a lobbyist in Washington D.C. It just so happens that all the way up until the tw- October of 2016. That Tony Podesta was lobbying on behalf of a bank. And do you know where this bank was based out of? Well, Tony Podesta had a contract that expired in October 2016 to lobby on behalf of a Russian bank. This Russian bank happened to be the second most largest Russian bank in all of Russia. So... When do you think the allegations against Trump started to occur? In October of 2016, when the contract ran out. Tony Podesta and John Podesta are big-time Democrats, and John Podesta is was the former. Uh, he was a high-ranking Democrat within Obama's presidency and also Bill Clinton's presidency. You can go online, and these two schmucks are the ones that are responsible for or or a lot of people are fingering that's disgusting i shouldn't say it like that a lot of people are pointing the finger at the podestas and their involvement in what is deemed pizzagate and this is very very telling all of a sudden paul manafort who was dragged up and and, and ensnared he was the uh the republican (coughs) excuse me the republican guy who's a campaign manager for trump uh Manafort and Podesta made millions of dollars together and both of them were making millions of not together in in a a business-like sense but together individually and both of them guess what we're working on pro-Russian projects so Manafort and Podesta working in the same capacities for the same countries but somehow Tony Podesta is very, very well maintained with many, many contacts, while poor old Manafort happens to be on the wrong side of the political aisle. And so while Tony Podesta did the same exact thing, for some reason, he was able to retroactively file as a foreign agent, while Manafort was not. So if you file for a foreign, as a foreign agent within the United States, it means you're doing work on behalf of, guess what? foreign company or a foreign individual essentially you're lobbying and for some reason tony podesta was allowed to say oh i'm sorry i forgot to register as a foreign agent while manafort is left out to dry does that uh, uh, come on now of course tony podesta is a very very well-connected person and the podesta group according to Politico, received more than $1.2 million from the European Center for a modern Ukraine for its work between 2012 and 2014. And the Podesta's group work included meeting with State Department officials and staffers for John McCain and Dick Durbin, as well as contacting congressional staff reporters and think tank researchers. Oh, now we know why John McCain was pictured with neo-Nazis in the Ukraine. Mm-hmm, it was thanks to the Podesta Group. And, oh my, oh my goodness, the phones oh, started to ring off of the hook when the firm, uh, there, there was this bank that they won a lot of business from. Who cares? Really, in, in all honesty, who cares? Russia's Kremlin-owned Spurbank, not sperm bank, but Spurbank, was uh, paid the Podesta Group $170,000 over a six month period to remove sanctions from them over the. It wasn't over what they claimed to be an annexation of Crimea. Crimea legally voted to be a part of Russia. It's, it is upheld in the UN, so there's nothing illegal about what happened over there. Uh, yes, oh my. And the Podesta – how come the, the, the Podesta group is linked to Russia, clearly linked to Russia? It was lobbying on behalf of Russia. That's what happened. And somehow Podesta is allowed to go off scot-free and say, oh, yeah, by the way, I was a foreign agent. I forgot to look into it. Sorry. And, but for some reason, Manafort can't do that? For some reason, people on Trump's team can't retroactively apply for a, a foreign agent status? No, that's not how this shit works. It's not supposed to work like that. This is unfair. This is unfair. And we're starting to see where everybody's bread is getting buttered from. This whole Russiagate conspiracy is being perpetrated by what appears to be the Obama White House. They're the ones that started it. And the reason why Podesta is allowed to do and skirt the law, uh, do what he's doing and skirt the law, is because he has high ranking, (laughs) excuse me, high ranking friends within the former administration, and he also knows where a lot of bodies are buried. You can look up online Tony Podesta's artwork that he has hanging around his house. It's disgusting. He is a filthy, disgusting human being, and he should be locked up in prison for potential. I don't know what. I don't know what. But I can describe what the art is it is pederast art it is art that should be in a pedophile's home it is disgusting it shows torturous poses in human on human-like figures or human figures in torturous like pose tortured like poses uh, artwork of children nude children standing against a tiled wall Uh, just disgusting reprehensible this sorry excuse for a human being, this person is lower than snail turds, and this par- he's allowed to walk free. He should be thrown in prison to rot because I guarantee you that kind of artwork is really a display of what is going on behind closed doors for this individual. He's a filthy, fat piece of sh- whatever. Clapper, James Clapper, he was the former director of national intelligence, and he worked for President Obama. He kind of slipped and he spilled the beans. He said on CNN's Anderson Cooper, if it weren't for President Obama, we might not have done the intelligence community assessment against Trump. That we did that set up a whole sequence of events which are still unfolding today, including special counsel Mueller's investigation. President Obama is responsible for that. It was he who tasked us. To do that intelligence community assessment in the first place. Oh. Whoa, that means that means that the Obama administration is the one that started all of this. And the Obama administration that the guess who's in charge of, of all of these investigations? President Obama. So this could possibly mean that President Obama started up a campaign to illegally spy on an opponent in a presidential election due to nothing other than pure political bias. Nothing else. Because he wanted Hillary to win. Now, it can go further. Peter Stroke or Stroke or whatever the hell this asshole's name is. There was a text message, Stroke and Page. There were two FBI special agents, and they were the ones responsible for making sure that the Mueller investigation got off the ground. There was a text message exchange. exchange, Stroke um, came back from London after meeting with somebody that was hot to trot with Russian investigation information. I don't know why I'm stuttering today. I don't get it. Stroke said in a text message, hi to his mistress, Page Went well. Best we could have expected. Other than redacted, quote, the White House is running this. My answer to that was, well, maybe for you they are. And of course, I was planning on telling this guy. Thanks for coming. We've only got blah, blah, blah. Page says, yeah, whatever, regarding the White House comment. We've got emails that say otherwise. Mm-hmm. So it could be that stroke knew that the White House started this whole Russia investigation nonsense. That they knew that the Rus- Russian investigation was being perpetrated illegally by illegally by President Obama and the Obama White House. This is big news and in an unprecedented event. The Department of Justice released the FISA application for Carter Page. And the FISA application is what they need to put out there or what, they, what evidence they have to the FISA court. They had present this, these evidence, these applications basically to the FISA court. And the FISA court allows them to spy on American citizens in real time over the phone, over this, over that, whatever you want. So with this FISA application that was released, this is a big, big deal because the information that wasn't redacted tells a very, very interesting story about essentially this one document, the steel document, the one that told everybody that uh, President Trump specifically requested a room that Barack Obama stayed in just so he can urinate on the bed just so that Donald Trump can stamp his little feet all over the sheets and say, F you, Barack. Well, it, it, it's, the story's nonsense. The story, that whole thing, that whole thing came from a 4chan joke message board. And they put their official there, uh, the, the people that, that found this document, this uh, information group, this political action group, fusion gps which was hired by the democrats and hired by hillary clinton and her group uh they found this put their official stamp of approval on it sent it off now this steel document was taken at face value this document was submitted to the government through various agencies it just wasn't given to the fbi it just wasn't given to john mccain who then gave it to the fbi it came from the state department it came from the fbi it came from the cia all of these agencies, many other agencies, all receive the steel document in one form or another from various channels. And guess what? It's the same document. None of the claims were verified. If many, many people in the intelligence community, if all of a sudden three different agencies receive the same document, to me and to them, that is a enormous, enormous red flag. That says, hey, somebody's trying to run some bullshit up the flagpole here. So there was a young man, Paul Sperry, on Twitter. He said the declassified FBI warrant application attests to a secret FISA court that the that, quote unquote, the FBI learned that Page met with at least two Carter Page met with at least two Russian officials during the trip. As if the FBI learned this independently, when in fact, it only came from the Christopher Steele dossier, which was made up from a, from a 4chan joke board. The FBI represented to a federal judge, this is from Chuck Ross, that investigators knew for certain that Carter Page met with uh, two Russian guys, that I can't pronounce their names, except the FISA application, which would allow... The United States government and the Barack Obama administration to spy on Trump people uh, acknowledges this intel came from the Steele dossier. The FBI had acknowledged that the dossier was not verified. So they just took a a freaking hamburger wrapper, wrote shit on it, submitted it to the FISA court, didn't do any, any sort of homework. The FISA court said, yeah, you bet. We're in cahoots with you. And by the way, four of the FISA court judges were appointed by Republicans if my facts are correct. So now the Democrats are saying, well, if the Republican appointed people said that Trump must be doing something, then what do they know? He must be actually doing something. Uh, No, no. This is a conspiracy. This is a conspiracy coming from both sides. It doesn't matter if you're a Democrat or a Republican. This is coming from both sides. The tweets continue. The FBI's FISA warrant actually cites as evidence to spy on Carter Page and the Trump campaign. Senate Minority Leader Reid's 2016 letter to James Comey citing information he got from John Brennan. And guess where John Brennan got the information from? The Steele dossier. So we have the FBI submitting the Steele dossier. We've got uh, CIA Director John Brennan submitting information to Harry Reid from the Steele dossier. There are no other sources for this information. There is one source that is the made-up source and paid for by the Clinton Foundation and Fusion GPS. This is the source... The Steele dossier. The Steele dossier, which is nothing. It is nothing. It's fake. Fake. In all the FISA apps filed to spy on the Trump Advisor page, there is no evidentiary source listed other than source number one. And source number one is the Steele dossier. Oh. oh oh Oh, and we continue here that the FBI agent, Peter Stroke, here he is again, apparently lied when he said he had nothing to do with the FISA application. When in fact, Comey defending himself in an article used the disgraced FBI agent to basically get himself out of jail. Well, here's the funny part about this. Peter Stroke is the one that directly provided the information to a gentleman by the name of Isakoff. Isakoff wrote to, uh, that Page's role in the campaign is unclear and Kellyanne Conway told CNN that Page was not part of the campaign I'm running. And Page sent a letter to the FBI denying the allegations in the F- in the Isakoff article. Isakoff's a writer, and on September 26th, the posts Rogan posted In an interview with Page, in which Page called the allegations garbage and said he did not meet with the two Russians. Well, the FBI tried to downplay the Steele uh, document being fed to Isakov. Obviously, the Isakov said in a podcast, obviously, the information that I got from Christopher Steele was information the FBI had already. Well, the FBI and the Department of Justice. Uh, we're telling the FISA courts that source number one did not directly provide information to the reporter Isakoff. It turns out that's false. Steele was the source. The FBI and the Department of Justice leaked that information, and they lied to the FISA court. They lied to the FISA court, and the FISA court rubber-stamped it. They rubber-stamped it. That's all this is. This, all they said, well, we need, they basically, they said to the FISA courts, we need something to validate this. And they said, you got it. No problem. No problem. We'll get you something. Where's that napkin and a crayon? We'll write something up. Here you go. And the FISA courts went, yeah, sure. No problem. Here's your, here, go have fun. But the thing is, is that Carter Page is no longer under investigation. He hasn't been accused of anything. He hasn't been actually he hasn't been charged with anything. So this is this is mind boggling that this is allowed to happen within the United States. And it's very, very telling. Very telling that there are so many people involved in this conspiracy on both sides to get Donald Donald Trump. Now I'm not saying Donald Trump is the best guy and whatever else, but I am saying that they don't want him there and they are going to do a lot to make sure that he does not get any further and they want to impeach him for no other reason than he is not Hillary Clinton and he is not who the political elite want in power. And that is disgusting. This needs to change. If Donald Trump won the election, then he won the election and that's it. Get over it. Start creating legislation to stop the wars. How come nobody votes against that? Whenever there's a war to be had and Donald Trump is behind it, they're, they, both sides, yeah, sure, we'll go for it. Anytime. That needs to change. That needs to change. That's it for me. This is the Chris—the uh, Cafe—I am so scattered today. I'm, this is a Cafe American podcast. I am Chris Michaels. Look for me on uh, Stitcher, uh, Podbean, YouTube. You can look for me on Twitter. You can look for me all over the place. And until next time— That's it for me.